to hear a word from God, to believe it, to receive it, to act based upon uh, it. One of the things that we see with regard to real faith is that real faith calls us to turn away from certain things and to cling to other things. In Philippians chapter 3, Paul the Apostle said there were things that I considered gain, that I considered valuable, that I considered special. And then I learned that that stuff was garbage. And that there was something far better. Things that I needed to leave and things that I needed to turn to, cling to, and hold to. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, let him take up his cross, and follow uh, me. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, what Moses did and what Moses decided was not some rash, impulsive, momentary uh, decision made by one young in years and lacking in wisdom and experience. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, a considered uh, decision, uh, a considered uh, decision. By faith, he forsook. Now, we can talk of many people forsaking. We could talk of the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ forsaking. They left their nets, and they left their uh, boats, and they left their lives as fishermen. And I don't want to belittle that because they left their all. But if you think of it in a certain way, Moses left more. Uh, Moses left more. Think of his place, his position. Uh, He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Now Joseph, for instance, was highly honored And his position in Egypt, second only to Pharaoh, only when Pharaoh was in the throne, was he greater than Joseph. But Joseph was not a member of the royal family. Moses was. Uh, Moses uh, was. Uh, uh, Stephen calls Moses in Acts chapter 7, a man mighty in word and deed and learned in all the uh, wisdom of the uh, Egyptians. Josephus, the Jewish historian, speaks of Moses as a notable man in the court of Pharaoh, uh, one who led the military expedition down the Nile River uh, in the direction of Nubia, what we presently call uh, Sudan. Is this true or not? We don't know. He was the son of Pharaoh's uh, daughter. And he could have said, I'm going to use my position one day. I'm going to use it to benefit the people. One day, as I have greater power, as I have greater authority, I will help the people. And instead of them being enslaved and oppressed, they will once again be honored, respected, uh, uh, and accepted in Egypt. But remember, faith is to hear what God wants and what God says. And 
it was not God's plan that the people stay in Egypt. It was God's plan that they leave Egypt, and this was known. Remember how Joseph, uh, in his death, uh, left this witness and testimony. God will surely visit you, and you will return to the land which God has promised to Abraham, Isaac, and uh, Jacob, and you will take my bones with you. So, in essence, if he thought, I'm going to be respected in Egypt and honored and help the people, it was not going to work out that way for Moses. If he was going to be respected and honored in Egypt, he would be on his own. He would not be helping the people. Uh, he would need to forget about the people, or he needed to turn away from the position which he might have had uh, in Egypt as the son of Pharaoh's uh, uh, daughter. Now, how did he refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter? I don't think that at some point he issued a press communique, I refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Uh, but in that he refused to stay in the palace and live his life in the palace, live as an Egyptian and a member of the Egyptian royal family, in that he was concerned with the people and wanting to help the people, this in and of itself could be a turning away from his position. Uh, he exposed himself, of course, to much danger, to much risk in so doing, and not just himself. What about his parents? Now, they might not have been around, they might have passed away. What about the daughter of Pharaoh, who graciously, kindly, tenderly intervened uh, to uh, take care of him when he was young? What would she think? We don't know. Perhaps she also might have uh, passed away. What about his brother Aaron and his sister Miriam? We know for sure that they were uh, on the uh, scene. What about, what about, what about my position and my place? It makes things easy and smooth for me and makes things easy and smooth for people around me, including my uh, family uh, members. What's wrong with being in the palace? Joseph was in the palace. Yes, he was, and in the palace in Egypt. But that was a different time. And God's will was for Joseph to be uh, there. Daniel lived in the palace, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Esther, Nehemiah. Again, it depends on how the Lord is guiding, how the Lord is leading, and what the Lord is uh, saying. Oh, he just did something that is natural, some people might say. After all, it was just a matter of family ties and a patriotic or nationalistic uh, spirit. I don't think that we should evaluate things in that way. First of all, the Bible tells us that it was done by faith. It was done uh, by faith, not because of some kind of national kinship. And notice also in verse 25, it says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with his people. No, it doesn't. 
it says choosing to suffer affliction with the people of God. With the people uh, uh, of God. Uh, so, I don't think that it is right to say that uh, it was just a matter of family ties and national background. Rather, faith and uh, a consideration of things based on faith told him that he should stand with uh, the people. And by the way, the people at this time were not exactly fat and flourishing. They were not exactly prosperous and in the best uh, uh, situation. And so, to understand that these were the people of God, this required a certain amount of faith. And as he served them and ministered among them over time, they did not always respond to his leadership. Nor did they make things easy for him. But still, he considered that he should stand with uh, them, uh, with them. He refused to be called uh, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose rather. He chose rather. Uh, the Bible says, hate the evil and love the good. It doesn't just say hate the evil. It doesn't just say hate uh, the evil. Romans chapter 12, verse 9, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Ephesians chapter 4, put off the old man, uh, the sinful man, and put on the new man, the man of righteousness and uh, holiness. Uh, uh, and holiness. Choosing rather to suffer uh, affliction with the people uh, of, uh, of God. And if we want to follow the Lord and if we want to live by faith, that kind of course usually includes some kind of difficulty, some kind of hardship, some kind of uh, affliction. The Bible says that the way that is not God's way is the broad way. The quote-unquote easy way, it comes to us naturally. The end thereof, of course, as the book of Proverbs says, is the ways of death. And it says that the way that God wants to lead us in is straight and narrow. Uh, Acts chapter 14 and verse 22, Barnabas uh, uh, and Paul confirmed the souls of the disciples and exhorted them to continue in the faith and that we through much tribulation must, must enter into the kingdom of uh, God. Choosing to suffer affliction, choosing to uh, suffer uh, affliction. Somehow I'm thinking about going to the dentist. <laughs> uh, you go voluntarily. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes people persuade you and uh, push you and pull you uh, and so on. You know it's good for you. Uh, you know uh, that it's better than uh, the uh, alternative. Uh, choosing to suffer affliction uh, with the people of God. Uh, the pleasures of sin are what? Are temporary. 
uh, are for a short time. Uh, Asaph, uh, an example. Uh, Psalm 73, his consideration of the prosperity of uh, the wicked and his perplexity regarding uh, this matter until the Lord led him in the right direction in his mind, in his heart, to consider what? To consider that any prosperity which the wicked enjoy is temporary. Until I consider their end. How they are brought down to destruction in uh, a uh, moment. Uh, I will say to my soul, the rich man said, or as he is called also, the rich fool. You have many goods laid up for many years. Many goods, many years, long time. As if this will be the permanent condition. The continuing situation of that man. But in fact, his many goods for many years turned out to be shorter than he thought. Turned out to be shorter than he thought. Uh, this night, uh, is your soul required of uh, you? Uh, Psalm 16 and verse 11, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Uh, forevermore goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, uh, forever. Verse 26, uh, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in uh, uh, Egypt. Uh, rejecting uh, position, you might say, in verses 24 and 25. And uh, rejecting uh, wealth and uh, riches. How much power and influence does wealth have over the lives of men. How devoted many people are, not everyone, but many people are devoted to the almighty dollar and gaining as much as they can in any uh, which way uh, or means. Uh, Egypt was rich. I said more than once, if you've had opportunity to go to Egypt, I've had opportunity to go uh, a few times. Uh, magnificent structures, things like the pyramids, but other things as well. And the other thing is more gold than you've seen <laughs> in your life uh, in any one place. And that's just the tomb of one of the pharaohs. One uh, of the pharaohs, the Valley of the Kings, has, I don't know, at least 20 other tombs. Many of those pharaohs much more notable than Tutankhamun, and their tombs much bigger than Tutankhamun's tomb. And that gold, of course, is gone because it was plundered by people. Uh, but that one tomb, uh, which, like I said, was a relatively small tomb and therefore somehow, by accident, you might say, remained hidden, uh, eventually yielded, oh, so much gold. So how much was in the other places? 
how much was in the uh, other places. But he esteemed the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. The word esteemed, again, points to what? Uh, points to a careful evaluation, uh, careful thought and deliberation, not uh, a quick decision that a person could criticize for being uh, rash or uh, hasty. Moses understood that standing with the people, following the Lord and doing his will, that his gain would be greater than his loss. That he would not be uh, the uh, loser. Sufferings of the present time, Romans chapter 8, not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. 2 Corinthians 4.17, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of uh, glory, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Some people might ask, did Moses know about the Lord uh, Jesus uh, uh, Christ? Uh, how could he esteem the reproach of Christ specifically to be greater than the treasures in, uh, uh, in Egypt? Well, the Bible tells us that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ identifies with his people. In all their affliction, he was afflicted. Isaiah 63, uh, Acts chapter 9, why persecutest thou me? Uh, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. Uh, whom thou uh, persecutest. Um, and some people say in response to this particular question, why should we think that Moses knew zero about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ? The Bible uh, uh, tells us uh, that the prophets looked forward to the coming of uh, Christ. And Moses prophesied concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, especially in Deuteronomy chapter uh, uh, 18. Uh, the Lord will raise up a prophet from the midst of you, like unto me. Uh, and that prophet will speak God's words, and the one who is, uh, who does not accept him, will be cut off from uh, the people. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures uh, of, uh, of Egypt. All that gold and all that wealth be identified with the Lord Jesus Christ and to be reproached for that identification, to be ridiculed, mocked, scorned, opposed, challenged, persecuted, to face hardship and trials for the sake of Christ. Moses judged that this was more valuable than the gold of Egypt that this was greater wealth than the, uh, than the riches of uh, Egypt. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 13, let us go forth unto him outside the camp bearing his uh, reproach. Moses, it says, end of verse 26, had a respect unto the recompense of uh, reward. 
unto the recompense of, uh, of reward. Some time ago, uh, someone wrote a book, and I didn't read the book. I just heard about it. Specifically, I heard about it from my sister, Joyce. Uh, and uh, I think this book came up with a phrase called emotional intelligence or emotional IQ. Uh, that's uh, the phrase I think that the writer came up with. I don't remember the writer's name now. And my sister Joyce, like I said, was telling me about the book. And, they, and, and she said, Here, here's the basic idea of the book. If you come to a child and tell him, here is a lollipop, hold it and don't eat it. A lollipop. Oh. Hold it and don't eat it. And I'm going to come back an hour from now. And if you haven't eaten the lollipop, I'm going to give you another one and you'll have two. <laughs> All right? And if you come back an hour later and you find out that the child has eaten the lollipop and so you're not going to give him another one. Put those people in one category. And if you come back an hour later and you find out that that child has not eaten the lollipop and you're going to give him the second one, put those people in another category. And apparently there was some research done, so it wasn't just speculation that the ones who wouldn't eat the lollipop right away and would say, I'm going to hold it, not eat it, and I'm going to get another lollipop later, those people turned out to be much more successful in life than the other ones. <laughs> than, uh, than the other ones. Uh, Moses had the idea that there is a reward coming. And the Bible tells us that he is faithful who has promised. The Bible tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. And so again the question is whether we are going to receive what the Lord has said, understand it, believe it, and act based upon it. He had respect unto the recompense of uh, reward, uh, of uh, reward. Boaz said to Ruth, I've been told all the things that you've been done, how you've left your country, how you've left your father and mother and the land of your birth and have come to a people whom you did not know previously. The Lord recompensed thee. The Lord reward you fully for what you have done and for the fact that you have come to trust under his wings. Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. My reward is, uh, uh, is with me. Some people say, oh, one shouldn't think of reward. The Lord Jesus thought about reward for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. To think about reward in the right way. There's a thinking about reward that is wrong, where a person can become 
selfish and mercenary. But it is only right for good to be rewarded. And parents reward the good behavior of their children. And this is not a wrong thing, teaching them to be mercenary. This is teaching them that that which is good will eventually be rewarded. And this is true. And uh, uh, this is uh, true. Moses understood that there was a reward. He hadn't seen that reward. He hadn't touched that reward. He hadn't tasted that reward. He believed that there was a uh, reward. Uh, a uh, uh, reward. Uh, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in uh, Egypt. Uh, in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward by the faith, by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of uh, the king. In this last verse that we will consider, uh, we see the faith of Moses with regard to what? With regard to the possibility of fear. The faith of Moses not falling into fear, but rather uh, enduring. Uh, but rather uh, enduring. Uh, we can be afraid of all sorts of different things. We can be afraid of going up, going down, going left, going right, going forward, going backward. We can be afraid of all sorts of people. We can be afraid of all sorts of uh, things. In particular, Moses had to deal with the wrath of uh, the king. Uh, the wrath of uh, the king. He had to go uh, to uh, Egypt. He had to stand before Pharaoh and say, God says. And Pharaoh could have said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I am God. <laughs> You're coming to tell me what I am saying? No. You're not God. There is another God. There is a real God. There is the living and true God. And he says, let my people uh, go. Pharaoh was possibly the strongest person on the face of the earth at that time. And Moses was a fugitive from Egypt who had spent 40 years as a shepherd in the wilderness. Uh, uh, how's that going to turn out? Not well for Moses. That's the kind of thing that Moses would have been afraid of, and I would have been afraid of as well. Did Moses come with an army? No. Did he come with any visible strength? No. What could have Pharaoh easily commanded regarding Moses and Aaron? All right. Off with their head, that one gesture. Uh, probably would have uh, been enough, humanly uh, uh, speaking. He endured because his confrontation with Pharaoh was not something short-lived. He didn't show up and perform a miracle, and then Pharaoh said, yes, of course. Rather, Pharaoh resisted in various ways. He commanded that the people not be given any straw, and he required that they produce the same amount of brick, heavier burdens on the people, which of course led them to complain regarding who? Regarding Moses and Aaron. 
uh, regarding Moses and Aaron. Regard, and Moses said, Lord, you haven't delivered the people, and now they hate me. Uh, at which point Moses could have quit. At several points Moses could have quit. But he didn't. He endured. He uh, uh, endured. The Lord had told Moses that there would be difficulties. Uh, before Moses went to Egypt, Exodus chapter 3, the Lord told him, the king of Egypt will not let you go. Will not let you go. I will stretch out my hand. I will smite Egypt with my wonders. And after that, he will let you go. And after that, he will let you go. When these difficulties appeared, perhaps what the Lord had said was an encouragement to Moses. Uh, Moses did not fear the wrath of the, of the king. He went again, spoke to Pharaoh again and again. The confrontation continued. Magicians of Pharaoh performed some of the miracles uh, which Moses uh, uh, performed. This could have been discouraging, but Moses uh, endured. Pharaoh began to say yes in partial ways. To say yes and then to change his mind and say no. Hopes would rise and then would fall. And then uh, would fall. Moses endured. He endured the trial of uh, possible compromises with Pharaoh, accommodating uh, uh, Pharaoh. You can sacrifice to your God, but in the land of Egypt. You can go into the wilderness, but not very far away. You can go, but not all of you. Let the men go only. You can go, but you can leave your flocks and your cattle behind. Okay, let's accept this proposal. Maybe this is the best that we're going to get. Because if we don't, who knows what's going to happen. But Moses did not accept anything short of what the Lord had said. And with regard to that last proposal of go and leave your cattle behind, he said, we are going to go. We need to sacrifice to the Lord from uh, our cattle. We are going to go and we are going to leave not a hoof behind. Not a hoof uh, 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 behind. Uh, uh, behind. Pharaoh changed. Uh, Pharaoh released the people after the tenth plague, death of the firstborn. But he changed. Uh, but he changed his mind. And then you had the pursuit of uh, uh, Pharaoh and his army closing in on the people. The people not experienced in any way in war, not organized for war in uh, any way, not having uh, any uh, weapons uh, even, uh, one would think. And between the sea on one side and Pharaoh's army on the uh, other side. Uh, and uh, fear certainly took hold of many hearts uh, at that time. But Moses endured. Uh, Moses uh, endured. It might seem easy. We look back on it. Hindsight, as they say, is twenty twenty. But at the time, it was not very difficult. At the time, it was impossible. It was uh, uh, impossible. Uh, but he endured uh, as seeing him who is invisible. This is where that strength came from. Oh, maybe Moses was bold, maybe he was courageous, maybe he was that kind of person. Actually, in Exodus chapter 3 and 4, you don't get the idea that Moses was very strong and very courageous. You get the idea that he was timid and fearful. And even earlier when he slew the Egyptian, which I 
believe he should not have done, what did he do? Is there anyone? No. So that wasn't exactly uh, 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 an act that manifested much in the way of uh, boldness. Like I said, I don't think that that was what God wanted him to do. I believe that was done. Uh, that was his uh, flesh and his own uh, thinking. He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. He endured as seeing him who is invisible God, as he is in his uh, uh, natural state, is invisible to the physical eye. All right? God is not, you know, behind the planet Venus so that if you go in a spaceship and turn around, you'll see him. But you just can't see him now because the planet Venus is in the way. All right? God cannot uh, be seen. He reveals himself when he so chooses, because that is part of uh, his almighty uh, power. Moses did not just see, but you look at the end of verse 27, it says, as seeing, it is a continual tense. It is... uh, uh, a matter of looking uh, uh, continually. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse uh, 2, looking, looking continually uh, unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of uh, our uh, faith. Uh, as uh, we look to the Lord, as we look to the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, there is strength there so that we do not fear the wrath of the king. We are not anxious, Nebuchadnezzar, to answer you concerning this matter. And Daniel also, uh, decree from the king was something that he just neglected entirely. And he proceeded to go to his room and to pray in the same visible way as he did before, not fearing the wrath of the king. The servant of Elisha said, Alas, master, what shall we do? And Elisha told him, Don't be afraid. The ones who are with us are more than the ones who are with them. And Elisha prayed that the Lord would open his eyes. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Round about uh, Elisha. Ultimately, Moses crossed through the Red Sea and led the people through the wilderness to the outskirts of the Promised Land. As for Pharaoh, he ended up in the depths of the sea. And so, Pharaoh should have been afraid of Moses. Moses should not have been afraid of Pharaoh. That's the way that things should have, uh, should have been. By faith. Things that are very difficult. Like I said, impossible can be done 
because ultimately it is not us doing those things, it's God who is uh, working. Uh, faith, sometimes you can think of it as a, as a connection, a plug stuck into the wall. And uh, where does the electric power come from? Does it come from the cord? It comes from the source. It comes uh, from uh, the source. And the Lord is not limited in any way. His hand is not short. Uh, his ear uh, is not dull. Nor has he forgotten to be gracious. Nor with time has his power decayed because the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Still he loves to save the sinful. The hymn writer uh, says uh, his power uh, has not uh, changed. Uh, by faith, Moses did things that naturally you wouldn't have expected. You wouldn't have thought that he would have rejected his position as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. You wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have expected, that he would stand with the people and suffer affliction with them. I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have expected, that he would turn from the treasures of Egypt to the poverty of uh, the people. I wouldn't think that he would have faced Pharaoh in the bold and courageous way that he did. But faith is like that because it's supernatural, because it connects us to the one who is above uh, uh, all things. The Lord is able to do all in your life, in my life, in this year, next year, and as long as we live, as long as he tarries, he is able to work. He is able uh, to uh, work. I am the resurrection of life, the one who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. The one who believes in me and lives shall never die. And then there is that last question there. Believest thou this? Do you believe the Lord Jesus said to the two blind men, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do we believe what God has said? Do we hold to it and cling to it and leave other things? And uh, do we live, act, move? based upon what uh, what he said uh, what he said uh, Moses by any standard is considered one of the great men of history by any standard as for the pharaoh <laughs> whom Moses fa faced we don't know his name <laughs> uh, we don't know his uh, his name and uh, Moses served the Lord faithful servant, Hebrews chapter 3, and glorified God uh, in what he did. And so can you, and so can I, if we walk with the same faith. 
Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your servant, Moses. We thank you because these things are recorded for us, for our learning, for our admonition. Help us not to fall into the trap of saying that these things happened a long time ago when the world was different then. Now things are uh, not the same as before. We pray you'd help us uh, to know that as you worked in the past, so you can work now. We pray that you would increase our faith. We pray that you would help us to trust in you more and more and to act based upon that faith, to be willing to leave that which you say is not valuable, it's not according to your will, is uh, not your plan uh, for us, to be willing to set it uh, uh, aside and to choose a path which in various ways is hard, difficult, challenging, filled with trials, to leave, as Moses did, riches for the recompense of reward, to leave fearfulness behind, and to endure because we see him who is invisible. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.